This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. Now, it's time for a trip down on the farm. Let's check in on reports from around the Oakland A's minor league affiliates. Well, hello and welcome to our A's Farm podcast. I'm your host, athleticsfarm.com, editor-in-chief Bill Moriarty. And as I'm sure you know, the A's held their annual Fan Fest recently. And I had the chance to talk with a number of the A's young players and prospects. On today's episode, we're going to be talking with a bunch of the A's top young pitching prospects. And in our next episode, we'll be checking in with some of the team's most promising young hitting prospects, including Sean Murphy, Seth Brown, and Jonah Heim. But today, we're going to be catching up with pitchers A.J. Puck, James Caprillian, Dalton Jeffries, and of course, the team's top pitching prospect, Jesus Lazardo. The lefty spent much of last season battling through injuries before finally getting the chance to make his major league debut with the A's last September at the tender age of just 21. Lozardo's still just 22, but he's expected to be a key member of the A's starting rotation in 2020. First of all, how you been spending your offseason? It's been good. Just at home, kind of traveling a little bit, and then kind of getting back into it, throwing, working out, and all that. Spending time in Florida, mostly? Yeah, for the most part, I was down in South Florida. And where were you vacationing at? I went a little bit all over. I went to the Bahamas, went to Mexico, went to Europe. So uh, I, I, w- I was all over the place. Now, last year, it must have been disappointing to you. You came off that great spring you, you had, and then you had to deal with the injury, and you weren't able to get started just like you'd like. What was that like for you to have to be sidelined you were probably all amped up and ready to go at that point I imagine yeah it was definitely a little tough but um yeah I'm glad that kind of the rehab process was good and I was able to have AJ with me for the most of it and then uh you know that kind of helped me out helped me get through it and you know I'm glad that I was able to come back and and feel good my shoulder felt good so um, I'm, I'm happy to be here now healthy Having that downtime, did you learn anything about yourself or was, was there anything sort of useful or constructive in having that downtime at all? Yeah, definitely just, I mean, the the time in rehab that I kind of just broke down, you know, my mechanics and my workouts and all that stuff, that kind of helped me out and kind of get more in tune with my body and see what I need, uh, you know, to stay healthy for a full year. So that's hopefully, you know, that's what I took into this offseason, started working on, and that's my plan for 2020. Well, obviously you came back strong at the end of the year. How have you been feeling physically in the offseason? I feel great. Right now, uh, I've been probably feeling the best that I've been feeling the past two, three years. So um, I'm happy to, you know, to be healthy and, and hopefully continue that streak 
into the whole year. Let's hope so. Well, certainly you missed a lot of time last season, but when you were on the mound, you definitely made the most of it. You pitched well and you made it up to the major leagues by the end of the year. You were still just 21 at that point. How gratifying was that for you to be able to not just get back on the mound, but actually make your major league debut last year? It was unbelievable. And, you know, I'm happy that I was able to do it with such a good group of guys around me and, and guys that, you know, I look up to and guys that I think are, you know, I see them as friends of mine. So uh, it was an awesome, awesome experience. Uh, it was, I love to get my feet wet, especially, you know, in those late innings. Um, so I thought it was, it was a great experience for me and hopefully, you know, it helps me on this year. What was that experience like for you pitching in relief, pitching out of the pen? I mean, that's not something you've done a lot of in your career. Was that different for you at all? It was definitely different, uh, but I feel like I kind of I was able to adapt to it after maybe one or two outings. Um, that late rush, of, like the, those late innings, that rush of adrenaline that you get, I think it's it's uncomparable to anything else, and, and it's awesome. So uh, I loved it, but I also loved starting. So I was kind of torn in between both. I'm, I'm sure you'd like to be out there starting the game if you could anyway. Yeah, yeah. If it was up to me, yeah, I would definitely love to start, but whatever role I get thrown out there, you know, I'm just trying to help the team win and put us in a better position, so whatever they ask me to do, I'll do. I'm curious, after coming back from the injury, do you know what your velo topped out at last year? Uh, I don't know. On TrackMan, it was probably close to like 99, 99.7 maybe I think it was, uh, to be exact, but that was, I mean, um, I wasn't too focused on that at the end of the year. I was focused on being healthy, but I mean, the velo definitely came with it. Can you talk a little bit about where your repertoire is at at this point. What pitches do you feel completely confident in and what pitches do you feel are still, you know, a bit of a work in progress for you? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I feel like all three of my pitches are pitches that I can throw in any count and I feel confident. Um, I feel like I worked so much on, on all three over the past couple years that I really, like, was able to fine-tune them. Uh, obviously, you can always get better, you can always improve, but I feel like those three pitches that I have right now, I feel confident in any situation. Well, one thing that's particularly impressive is if you've got a really good changeup, you know, and usually that's the last pitch to come to guys. I think Sonny Gray was still working on the changeup when he was here in Oakland, and as a 21-year-old, you've already kind of mastered the changeup. What do you think accounts for you having developed that pitch so well at this early stage of your career? Uh, well, when I was young, when I was little in, like, freshman high school, eighth grade, I wasn't never throwing hard. Even my sophomore year, I didn't throw too hard, so I really had to learn how to pitch, and that's when I learned how to kind of go in and out with the fastball, use my changeup. I wasn't big on a breaking ball back then, so then that's when I kind of developed my changeup, and then as I got bigger and stronger, started throwing a little harder, it was when the changeup really came into play. Now, you didn't pitch that many innings overall last year. I think between the majors and the minors, it was maybe like 50, 60 innings or something. Um, what do you think is going to happen in terms of your stamina this year? Has there been any discussion about how they're going to manage your workload going into this season? No, there hasn't been a discussion yet about that, and I'm sure we'll get to that soon. Um, but, I mean, stamina-wise, uh, arm-related, I'm not too sure. Uh, you know, I haven't I mean, my arm feels great right now. Um, I guess we'll see how the year goes on. But body-wise, I mean, I've been, pre I've been preparing for it, and my body feels great, so I think it'll be ready for a full year. Well, whatever happens, we certainly look forward to seeing plenty of you out on the mound there this year for Oakland. Thank you. Stay tuned for more on our A's Farm podcast coming right up. The A's made lefty A.J. Puck their top pick in the 2016 draft. Unfortunately, he ended up having to have Tommy John surgery in the spring of 2018, but he made a successful return to the mound last summer, and the big lefty ended up getting the chance to make his major league debut late last season, pitching out of the bullpen for Oakland. But he's expected to play a much bigger role for the A's in 2020. 
So how have you been feeling this offseason? Physically, uh, how you doing, everything feeling good? Uh, yeah, feeling great, you know, just, uh, you know, I was real happy I was able to get, uh, you know, like a full regular uh, offseason, you know, kind of, you know, take a step back from uh, almost a little, little breather from, uh, you know, just the past, what was it, almost like 16 months of uh, rehab and then going into the season, so it was a good break, and, you know, body's feeling great now, and I'm happy where I'm at with uh, my offseason and just ready to get the season going. But just be able to work out without having the word rehab attached to it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, nothing. I mean, it's almost kind of like the same stuff I do now, but as soon as you attach the rehab part of it, it just becomes almost dreadful. Yeah, but feeling good now. So how was that? You know, you had a good spring that when you right before you got hurt, and then suddenly, boom, you know, and you've got to sit out for, like you said, about 16 months before you could get back out there. How frustrating was that? What, what was that whole process like for you? Uh, yeah, you know, it was definitely a long process and uh, you know when it happened you know obviously you're frustrated you know it's not what you want and uh, but you know I just it, you know it just is what it is it's what happened and uh, you know I just took it and just tried taking it one day at a time and just focus on you know my those little short short-term goals for uh, rehab and try to hit them and uh, you know luckily I was able to have a pretty smooth rehab and uh, you know so it's feeling good and feeling good now and you know can't complain well was there anything you learned about yourself either as a pitcher or as a person just having that that downtime to have to go through there uh, yeah you know definitely looking uh, uh, as a pitcher you know you kind of break down kind of like really try to like refocus on like our right, why this why this happened to me and then uh, you know you try to you see like those little mechanical flaws that you might have and then you're like all right try to make some adjustments there and and um, so you know that's what uh, you know I try and still trying to do you know I feel like you know I can always always keep improving and uh, and uh, yeah you know just you know, just kind of those things you know I kind of uh, trying to think uh, <laughs> I guess you learned a, little, a lot about patience, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of like what I was trying to go with, you know, just being patient. Exactly. Uh, like, this, like I said, 16 months, one day at a time, and then you uh, you keep thinking or you go to the field every day, you're still around baseball, and it's like, I just want to play, just want to play. and then. But the rehab honestly flew by quick, and uh, it was good. Well, the good thing was we got back on the mound in the summer, and then you actually ended up having the opportunity to make your major league debut this season, which, you know, starting out the year, not even being able to throw at all, and ending at throwing in the major leagues is quite a nice progression. So how exciting was that for you? How gratifying was that for you to finally get to make that major league debut? Uh, yeah, like I said, it was great. You know, just kind of like all uh, all that work that you put in to come back from the uh, injury, you know, it just paid off. And, uh, you know, like I said, just being able to just make your major league debut, one of the dreams that you've had since a kid to come true, and it's just, it was great. Now, how different was it for you throwing out of the bullpen? You know, I mean, you, I mean, you've, I'm sure you've done that before, but it's not something you've done a lot of, and suddenly you're doing it in the major league level, <laughs> the highest level of competition. What was that like for you going out there in that situation? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I try to get as comfortable as I could uh, during my rehab with my bullpen outings in, uh, you know, uh, Midland and uh, Vegas. And But like I said, it's still nothing to compare to when you get up to the big leagues and they finally call your name. Because especially in uh, when I was rehabbing the minors, I, I knew what day I would throw. So I had an idea, but when I got called up, it was just kind of like, kind of like you kind of had like, uh, like oh, I'm hot today, so there's a chance I get in, chance I don't. Just kind of depends how the game goes, and so that's probably the only thing. Just making sure you're ready as soon as they call your name. So, so coming back from the injury, do you know, do you know what your velo topped out at this year? Uh, 
I think it was uh, upper 90s, 100 maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I, I, I try to stay away from, uh, you know, trying to look up. Uh, no, <laughs> no I guess I, like I said, I try to, you know, stay away. I just try to go out there and just try to uh, just be consistent and, uh, you know, just locate my pitches. Can you talk a little bit about your repertoire right now? What pitches do you feel you're really confident in? And, and is there anything you feel you're still kind of kind of working on and developing? Uh, yeah, you know, I'll be uh, right away because I kind of had uh, during my rehab is like fastball changeup and fastball slider. And I had to take away the changeup just from a little, uh, just trying to like take it a little bit easier on the arm and everything. But yeah, right now I got uh, fastball, slider, changeup, and curveball. And, you know, slider and changeup, uh, like my change in the past has been the, like, real consistent. You can throw any time and slider. Uh, I got really good feel with it from uh, just focus on it, just knowing that I was going to be in the bullpen and just uh, knowing that, you know, fastball slider is huge, huge combo out of that. And, uh, and my curveball, too, you know, just kind of like a, more like a show me, show me pitch. is something that's way slower than the rest and uh, try to keep more off balance. Well, the slider certainly looked impressive at, at, at times. I know you weren't throwing that changeup for a while, like you mentioned. Was there just a little discomfort when you'd, th when you'd throw that pitch for a while and you didn't want to push it? Uh, yeah, it was more like on the like the pronation part. There's nothing. There's more. Uh, we took it away because because uh, uh, early on in my rehab, I was starting and going every five days. And then when like the when that increased, like the pitch counts increased. Like I kind of just needed like a little bit longer time of recovery, and I could. Uh, and it was just like uh, just wasn't re recovering, uh, being able. To for me personally, to feel like I could make a start like every five days, and that's when we kind of slowed it down, backed off. Right. And like I said, like the like the training staff uh, was all all helpful and all that, and like was okay slowing down and not trying to push it to you know risk something that you don't need to. And it was, it was just, I was happy. So how are you feeling about throwing the changeup now? Uh, yeah, you know, like it's like it's feeling good. It's feeling good uh, all off season and. Uh, Got good feel with it, so I'm happy. Uh, I'm so happy where everything's at right now, and just like I said, just keep building off of it. You're rolling. Now, uh, I think you probably threw somewhere around 40 innings, maybe between majors and minors last year. So, has there been any talk about, you know, how to manage your workload this year, and you know what, you know what you're physically really ready for? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, when we uh, get to spring training, we'll uh, have a, uh, you know, like a detailed. Uh, uh, meeting about what uh, what the plans are, and uh, uh, like I said, like, I'm not sure how many, what what the innings limit would be this year, or uh, so. Just, like I said, just I'm going in here, just preparing to throw until they say uh, they say don't anymore. I, I was going to say, I'm sure you're prepared to throw however much they'd like you to, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever, whatever they say, you know, that's, what I, that's what I'm going to try to do. So. so heading into spring training and heading into the 2020 season, what's your focus, what's your mindset uh, going forward? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, switching back to, uh, you know, trying to start again. Uh, definitely, you know, just trying to get back to, you know, a little stars mentality, you know, maybe, you know, pick a couple a couple of things I learned in the bullpen, just how I prepared for that, just try to maybe bring that into how I start and just building up a routine for my five days so I can be ready every five days. Great. Well, we certainly wish you the best of luck going forward and hope to see you out on the mound plenty in 2020. Thank you.
Stay tuned for more on our A's Farm podcast coming right up. A former first-round draft pick of the Yankees back in 2015, James Caprillion was sidelined for two and a half years due to Tommy John surgery and various health issues, but he finally made it back on the mound last May. The big righty pitched well and put up good numbers for high A Stockton and double A Midland before finishing up the season with triple A Las Vegas, where he's expected to start 2020 and where he'll be just one step away from the big leagues. Uh, I think we talked to you last year about this time here, and uh, you were still working to get yourself back on the mound. We were still at that part of the process. So how are you feeling this offseason after finally getting healthy, getting back on the mound? Uh, Just physically, how's everything going with you? I feel great. Uh, It's been a good offseason. I've been putting that strength back on and building that power, and um, so far I feel really good. You know, we're throwing bullpens now, throwing three bullpens, and the ball's coming out smooth, and um, really just getting that year behind me where I kind of had to you know, grind through it and, and understand, you know, it's not going to be perfect quite yet just because you got to you know, get that first year post Tommy John um, was good. And, and now going into the offseason, I've had a lot of time to work and, and focus on, you know, what I need to accomplish and um, kind of get back to myself. So it's been really good. I'm feeling great. So now after missing, it was pretty much two and a half years without really being able to throw competitively. I mean, how exciting was it for you to finally actually get out there in a real game with the adrenaline going and everything? It was the best feeling. Um, you know, I was around a great bunch of guys all the way up the organization. Um, it was just fun. It was good to be out there uh, with the boys, you know, the banter on, on, in the clubhouse. I missed all that kind of stuff, too. So it was just nice to be out of the training room, back on the mound, be able to compete, um, you know, get the juices flowing a little bit. So, um, But even, you know, I'm looking forward to this year even more. It's going to be a good year, I think. So, no, I'm sure. Now, once you got back out there on the mound, were there any uh, aches and pains? Did you feel pretty good from, from the get-go? Or were any point at which you were a little worried about anything, or did you feel good? No, I felt good. I think uh, the hardest thing was just, you know, finding that rhythm and timing back on the mound. It was something I kind of had to battle with all last year. Um, just takes repetition and, and uh, experience at that point. So, um, you know, like I said, glad I kind of went through that, and now I've had more time to kind of focus on that and get back to myself, which has been good. Well, like your uh, friend and teammate uh, Dalton Jeffries, you, you actually showed a lot of command and a lot of control once you got back out there on the mound. It's just kind of surprising after missing a lot of time. A lot of times guys come back, takes a little while to get into the groove. But what do you think accounted for that, the, the, the command and the control that you had once you got back on the mound? Um, you know, a lot kind of goes on behind the scenes that people don't always see. And I can speak probably for Dalton on this, too. Is like, I mean, we work extremely hard on, um, you know, being able to just execute and uh, put the ball where we want and visualize that happening. Whether it's just dry runs and going through the motion in front of the mirror or just spending time on the mound or we're playing catch. I mean, me and Dalton play catch a lot here in Midland and uh, you know we're trying to dot each other up in the glove and in the, in the hip every time so I think uh, you know every single time we, we pick up a baseball we're trying to do what we can to, to dominate the ball and, and you know make it do exactly what we want and that's that's part of being a pitcher you always have to, to work on it and you know I think uh, for both of us we we're fortunate that it kind of displayed a little bit for us in our outings throughout the year and um, you know I think I can say for both of us there's hopefully going to be a lot more of that. Well I know a lot of guys coming back from Tommy John 
sometimes it takes a little while to get your full strength back, get your full velo back. Do you know where your velo topped out at last year? I got up to 96 last year. And I, you know, I'd, I'd been higher before that before I got hurt, but you know, I think that's a, I think that's a great place for me. And uh, you know, as long as I can put the ball where I want, I think it's going to be good. Um, so yeah, I think a little bit more work on, on the uh, mechanics here, and, and things, things will be back right where they need to be. Can you talk a little bit about where your repertoire is at at this point? I mean, which which pitches do you feel you've really got a good feel for right now, and what do you what do you feel you're still working on a little bit? Um, in a humble, non-arrogant way, I feel comfortable throwing all four pitches, um, and that's something I kind of take pride in. You know, I want to be able to attack hitters and, and have all four pitches that I can pull out of my back pocket, and um, that's just that's just you know the type of person I am. I mean, they can all obviously be a little sharper in my mind. You know, that's part of the game is being able to evolve a little bit. But um, for me, I want to be able to be good at all four pitches and, and make sure they're all coming from the same slot. So um, I feel personally like when everything's synced up and timed up, that, that all four of them are right where, right where I want them to be. Well, given that, what do you, what do you feel your best pitch is? What, what, what's the best put-away pitch? Or are they all put-away pitches for you? I don't know if they're all put-away pitches. I'll let hitters determine that. But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll let someone else talk for my best pitch. But, like, I feel confident throwing all, all four of them. So it just depends on the batter on what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to execute. And it's really day-to-day, obviously. But, um, you know, I like all, I like all four in a non-arrogant way, to be honest. Well, that's good that you can go back out there with that kind of confidence and uh, also having confidence in your health that, that you're feeling good and able to throw those pitches at this point, too. So heading into this spring and this season, what's your focus? What's your mindset uh, going forward? Uh, I want to continue to get better every day. I mean, it seems like that's what you got to do to be able to be a successful baseball player and stay in this game. you got to evolve. you got to continue to get better. And, and um, you know, there's a lot of good arms around us in here in, in this room. And I want to continue to learn and, um, you know, take as much feedback as I can and continue to improve. And um, going into camp, I want to go compete with every single guy that's in this room. Um, you know, I don't think – I'm sure I'm sure a lot of decisions are already made. Um, but, you know, I'm just going I'm to go in there and compete with every single guy and, um, you know, do what I can to, to force my own hand. And, and wherever I end up is where I end up, and that's fine. I'm going to, you know, give my team a chance to win every single time. That's, that's the goal ultimately. So all I'm going to do is handle what I can handle, you know, work hard, try and be a good teammate, and um, hopefully the rest kind of works itself out. Great. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing on the mound every fifth day, wherever that may be this season. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Stay tuned for more on our A's Farm podcast coming right up. After the A's made him their second overall pick in the 2016 draft, Dalton Jeffries ended up missing most of 2017 and 2018 after undergoing Tommy John surgery. He and Caprillion were on a similar rehab path the last couple of years, and they both spent plenty of time pitching for Double A Midland last season, where Jeffrey showed impressive command. On the season, the righty walked just nine batters while notching 93 strikeouts. And like his buddy Caprillion, he's expected to make the big move up to Triple A in 2020. So, um, talk a little bit about what you've been up to this offseason, how you've been spending your time uh, this uh, this offseason after throwing uh, in Midland this year. Uh, I came back. Uh, I'm actually from two hours uh, from Oakland, so I came back home for a little bit. I got to see my dad, uh, saw my mom, and then uh, came out to Arizona. Worked out there at the complex in Arizona. Um, you know, started, started getting ready for upcoming season. Now, how are you feeling physically this offseason? I mean, you hadn't pitched hardly much at all for the past couple seasons 
prior to this last year. You went out and, and threw about three innings every outing, but but healthy for most of the season anyway. How are you feeling physically at this point? Everything feels, uh, everything feels great. Uh, I think uh, I think I was in a good place when uh, when we stopped throwing uh, this last season. Uh, you know, to be able to grow and uh, you know get better every day. Uh, I took took a little bit of rest, like a couple a couple weeks off, but um, you know I was I was ready to go. Uh, but no, everything feels great. So after missing most of the prior two seasons, and how did how did you feel getting back out on the mound this season? Finally, being able to pitch that every take that turn every regular time around this year. Uh, it felt great. Uh, I remember halfway through the season, I I felt great and I was like, oh, this is what healthy feels like. Like this is this is awesome. Um, but no, I mean I was excited. I mean I didn't really get to experience a lot of that stuff that uh, you know a lot of minor leaguers go through, a lot of baseball players go through. So I was excited to you know get all those bus rides, even though it's not the most you know enthusiastic thing. But um, you know get all those bus rides, get to be like interact with my teammates, build some camaraderie with my teammates. So. You know, when we go into spring training, we're in, good, we're in a good place. You know, so that was that was great. Right, well, I would imagine you and your friend Cap probably enjoyed the bus rides more than anybody else on the team at this stage of the game, right? Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> well, I know. You know, I mean, after you were drafted with the A's, I mean, you really only threw about 20 innings of pro ball, I think, before you know, before the injury hit. You know, so you you really missed more time than you were on the on the mound in the program at that point. Like your friend Cap, who I mentioned before, you also showed tremendous command, tremendous control. I think over the season you only walked nine guys and you struck out like 90 you know that's a, a one to ten strikeout to walk ratio that, that's almost unheard of you know what do you think accounts for the, the control that, that you've shown well I think I think it goes back to uh, you know your teammates and your coaches throughout rehab uh, you know Kappa is one of the guys that always pushed me to you know hit your spots I mean we did everything together you know we played catch all the time and uh, you know he got me better and hopefully I got him better too so I think it goes it goes back to you know through rehab and um, you know, interacting with your teammates and, uh, you know, doing a lot of dry work and, you know, putting the work in when not, you know, no, no one no one really needs to see all the work that you put in, you know, so, um, you know, I, I feel like I did everything I could to put myself in a good position and, uh, you know, it, it worked out. Yeah, well, I remember talking to you just shortly after you were drafted and I think you said you really hated walks, so I guess you've carried that attitude forward, right? Yeah, that mentality was never dropped. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So, do you know, uh, coming back from the injury pitching this season. Do you know where your velo topped out at this year? Uh, no, I think I was just, you know, uh, low to mid-90s the whole year. But, I mean, as long as I, I felt smooth, I felt great the whole year. You know, so and, that, and that's all I cared about. I don't really care about velo that much. Um, you know, as long as you get out, uh, I think I think you're going to be all right. So. Well, I imagine if you're throwing any harder than that, you might not have the command you, you have, right? right. <laughs> I remember Sandy Koufax talking about it, you know, how he had much more control over where things were going when he backed off and didn't throw quite so hard. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, can you talk a little bit about your repertoire, where your pitches are at, what do you feel is really working for you, what are you confident in, and is there anything you still feel you're, you're working on? Uh, last year I developed a cutter that was really good for me, uh, lefties and righties. Uh, so, I mean, like, like Cap said before, I think it varies on every batter, um, and, that, and that's what I got you know, good at. I, I, was, I, be, I began to grow with you know, being a knowledgeable pitcher and uh, uh, you know, doing scouting reports and keeping a notebook and doing all these things. So, um, you know, it was, it was nice to be able to, you know, pick which pitch to throw to which guy because, you know, you're confident in all your pitches. So um, I think that was the biggest biggest thing for me last year was, you know, becoming, you know, an intellectual pitcher, right, and like reading batters and doing all these things. So um, I thought that was I thought that was a huge job for me. All right. Well, it's hard to do that when you're not out on the mound pitching. So this this year you got a chance to, to be out there and do that. I think you threw about 75, 80 innings 
this last year. Has there been any talk about how to manage your workload next year or what kind of limitations might be on you going forward into 2020? Uh, no, there hasn't been much talk uh, to me. I'm sure they have their mind made up and, you know, I can't control anything of what they say. I'm, you know, when they give me the ball, I'm going to go out and compete, you know, uh, and, you know, hopefully I can get up there and, uh, you know, give our team a shot at winning and, uh, you know, contribute to, you know, a World Series team. So what's your focus heading into spring training and the 2020 season? Uh, this will be my first big league spring training, so I'm very excited. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of young guys here that are, you know, ready to go and the energy's up and you also have a lot of veteran guys with Bassett and Manaya and, and Fires. So, you know, I'm going to go into it with an open mind and, um, you know, just try to learn as much as possible and take that into the next season um, and, you know, and, you know, add things to my repertoire, you know, mentally and physically. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to get going. Great. Well, we certainly wish you the best of luck and I look forward to seeing you out there in 2020. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks to all of you out there for listening to this edition of our A's Farm podcast. Be sure to check back in for our next episode featuring some of the A's top young hitting prospects like Sean Murphy, Seth Brown, and Jonah Heim. And don't forget that you can always find updates on the A's top prospects and all the action in the A's minor league system on our A's Farm website at athleticsfarm.com. That's athleticsfarm.com. Thanks again. I'm A's Farm Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty. We'll see you again down on the farm. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 